your host prime back at it again hope you can hear me and i hope you're able to listen to this podcast on whatever social i say social media uh major digital platforms uh i.e Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, starting to become my favorite. Like I've been saying, I'm, I'm, it's grown on me. And of course, you have Stitcher, TuneIn, and many others in our home, Red Circle. So I do appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. And as always, you can remember to follow me on Twitter, Mr. Ruben Prime. That's where I'm most active at, for better or worse. Uh, Twitter is the cesspool of social media. I mean, all of them are, but it's just something about Twitter that is crazy. You have strangers arguing with each other over nonsense. And to me, it... It just encapsulates the the main issue that people have is is that they just have way too much time on their hands instead of uh, creating and building something they consume. That's all they do. They consume, and it's not only material things. It's not just what they watch, what they see. It's, It's just... All that fear and negativity and all that low vibration, that's that's being consumed as well. So it's 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 a shitty platform and there's an issue with free speech and that's actually one of the topics I wanted to talk about on this podcast because you know free speech is important. It, it, it very is, and as well as the postmortem of G four. Talk about that, uh, the Great Awakening. I, I feel like people are starting to realize that uh, you know, sun is up, and um, uh, and another podcaster was was saying on her podcast that it's not a it's not so much that people are turning conservative it's just that you're seeing the lack of morals and and values demonstrated by you know the left by the other side and people that actually have morals that actually have grounded values they're just they just happen to go lean to the other side which it's more than just left and right. I've learned not to subscribe to the left-right paradigm. But some of the things that people, and including myself, value just happens to be what the right values. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. There are many people on the left that are seeing what just the the far left is doing and they're like, no, we can't subscribe to this. We, we can't subscribe to, uh, drag Queens in, you know, in children's, uh, 
birthday parties and and just having children and strip clubs and all this talk about abortion and just how people are just turning everything, including the economy and, and the downturn and the, the recession. They're just blaming anything and everything but for the people that are responsible and what was done to get us into this mess. They're blaming the fact that there's too many kids, you know? And I mentioned before with the, the climate lockdowns that first is with the COVID lockdowns. That was a test to see how much we can, how much we can able to put up with. And then slowly but surely they're going to have lockdown, you know, electric boogaloo. And we're going to have basically, uh, we're going to basically have another set of lockdowns. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it doesn't happen, but all this fails is go back to the tour reliable. And to me, with you know, the Great Awakening, I was talking with a friend of mine. We haven't uh, we haven't seen each other in, in, in a while. It's been like like whoa. It's been a few years since I think the last time we we. We hung out was in 2020, I believe, and we, you know, we was able to catch up, and we we're just talking about our issues with our jobs, and you know, with our jobs as, as someone that that wishes to work for myself, and you've been you know, working in the particular field that I that I am and she's in, we all know the BS. Just the the lack of communication, uh lack of teamwork, uh accountability, like there is none. And we was also talking about that with with society as a whole and how just how People are behaving, and it's very erratic. It's very weird, and it's so many things. But one of the things that I mentioned is just all this fear. In two some odd years, so much fear has been bombarding us. We've been bombarded with so much fear, so much uh, tragedy, so much uh, unknown, and, and the fear of God being put onto us and because of that we've been we've been just in this this you know the whole flight or fight mode so we're always in 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 the offensive we're always in in fight mode we're always walking around with our our fists clenched we're always ready to battle even though i mean at that skill you always got to be ready to defend yourself but it's more so that People are in this this state of fear, the state of uh, panic, and they're ready to defend themselves. And also the fact that we can't really say what we want. We can't joke around and and have fun and 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 just jokes. I feel like comedy. And there's a lot of things that are just going by the wayside. The, the nuclear family, uh, morals and values, uh, shaming is gone. Like, I am a proponent for shaming because without shaming, you wouldn't be able to strive to be the best version of yourself. If you don't feel shame for yourself, if you're content with being in the same dead-end job, if you're content with you know, being out of shape, overweight, uh, being a serial dater, being promiscuous, you know, anything negative that can hurt you or hurt people around you. If you're not ashamed, if you don't feel some sort of guilt, then that is an issue. And there's, there's just been this consensus 
of people being being told, man, don't worry about it. Oh, you're you're beautiful just the way you are. The, the body positivity moment. And as a man, you know, I guess before we're we're all extinct, as a as a man, I enjoy, I love the female body. Curbs, you know, every everything about the female body. However, there is some accountability. There's a good amount of accountability that we all need to have. Men, women need to have when it comes to our health and our bodies. And it's just this this whole thing where no people that say that. In order for you to be healthy, you need to be thin, which that's Hollywood. That That's the mainstream. That's all, you know, just marketing to get you to buy their stuff. But you got to, at some point, you look at yourself and you're not happy what you see. And you complain, but then you go and proceed to not do anything about it, but then you complain. It's like, who's really at fault? You can't blame society. You can't blame uh, the mainstream. You can't blame Hollywood and and marketing and advertising. You got to put the blame on yourself. You got to take responsibility. If you're not doing what you got to do to make sure that you're healthy and you stay healthy and you're not in control of your health in in any way, doesn't have to be it doesn't it doesn't have to start drastic you can build it up over time but it seems like in today's age uh there's no accountability there's no values no morals no shaming i'm all for shaming because i took a good look at myself earlier this year i was like listen i look like a hot mess i'm not happy with myself so guess what i did i went about changing it and overall, I can say it's been a good, a great success. It's been fucking great. And just by me not being happy and noticing and knowing I have a problem, I went and changed it. I went about putting the change. And it's not easy. Believe me when I tell you guys, it's not easy. But it's better to attempt something and fail than to never attempt to do the thing at all because when it all comes down to it, you want to try. Is worst case scenario, hey, this doesn't work out. There's always option B, C, D, so on and so forth until you find something that works, you stick to it, and you'll be able to be happy. And we've been taught by... You know, academia and mainstream media and all these uh, cat food eating, multicolored hair uh, liberals in universities that you need to take, you don't need, you don't need to take any responsibility for your actions. You can be as promiscuous as you, as you want. There's no consequences. You can go about uh blaming society for your problems you can go about uh just living life with no consequence and it's okay because you're a woman that is the most dangerous thing that we're teaching the up and coming generation uh and I'm always preaching about accountability and responsibility because you know as a man you know as men we don't have that luxury. We can't just sit on our asses and just wait for things to happen. You can't, you know, especially if you're, you know, black, Latino, where, you know, we, we got those strikes. But that doesn't mean that because we have those things working against us. And in reality, I don't really think, like, I don't see it as something like a negative. It's just something that we got to, we just got to do what we're born and, and the skin. We just got to do what we, what we can. 
because I think that, and this actually correlates to with a friend of mine, she and I, we were in the city and we were trying to find, you know, just a bar, just a place to, you know, to sit down and eat. And we found this pub, this Irish pub. And it's always something about Irish pubs that I love going to. There is something about the, I mean, the food is great. And um, the food is fucking great. If you check out my Instagram, Mr. Ruben Prime on uh, Instagram, you'll see. And, ooh, excuse me. And I have, uh, I had what I had. A shepherd's pie, and I had a, a pint of Guinness. But we were contemplating on going there, and we was looking at Google Maps to see which you know which bars were like near, like nearby. And this this place stuck out, um, a Houndstooth Pub. It's near Penn Station, right off Eighth uh, Avenue. And we was going to go in there. And she was like, are you sure you want to go in here? And I'm like, I mean, I don't care. Like, it's it's a spot. It looks clean. Um, it, I bet the food is pretty good there. It's just my hunch. But just looking, judging, you know, the place and how it looked, it looked, looked upscale. But when I went, when we went in there, it wasn't expensive i was like wow this thought it was gonna be a little expensive and we was talking and basically i was telling her well listen i don't really concern myself when i'm you know the only you know black brown person here you know in, in, a, in a place where there's majority white or uh other hispanics or asian or what have you i don't care like at the end of the day, I'm a human being, and the most important thing is is that if you gauge the room, if you sense that you're not, you don't feel welcome, then all right, that's something different. But for the most part, people are more tolerable than we believe to be. The mainstream and and just social media likes to paint a picture that uh, everyone, everything is racist. And we feed into that hysteria, like actual hysteria. We feed into that. We, we we subscribe to the noise that people are not is not as tolerant as we believe to because we hear it all the time in, in, in media. We hear it in the, the shows we watch. We hear from people that like to speak uh for us instead of to us or at us. And you hear, you hear it all the time. All oh, this uh, white people, this white people, that. And I dealt with more racism and discrimination from my own kind. You know, from other Puerto Ricans, other uh, Hispanic people, Central South American. Like I've, like yeah, I've encountered uh races whites asians what have you but that's just i'm sorry to say this how it is there's always going to be people like that and the issue is that we try to correct we as you know in this country as america we are trying to just over correct everything and everyone because there's this this guilt you know, the whole thing, white guilt. There's this whole thing of guilt. Like, we've laughed. We laughed at a joke. And later on, like, you know, like a, a morbid joke. Like, make a fun of, you know, talking about suicide, laughing about suicide or what have you. And then you overcompensate the next time around because you you laughed at a joke. It was funny. You laughed at it. It was a funny joke. It was a good joke. But to virtual signal and get some browning points you proceed to then just go overboard with 
you know, trying to save face. And that's what we're dealing with in America. Like we're over correcting speech and on to the other topic, you know, why, you know, why freedom of speech is important in an age where people are getting canceled for speaking their piece, no matter if it's a, if it's a good take or a bad take. I, I say this as respectfully as I can as I drink my water. <clears throat> as respectfully as I can, your speech is my speech. If I try to cancel your speech, then my speech is then canceled by proxy because we all have the right to express ourselves last time I checked. And I'm seeing Kanye West get booted off of uh, Chase, Chase Manhattan Bank, which they, they suck as a bank, but you know, that's not a hero there. Um, all because of the whole White Lives Matter shirt stunt and then him going on these other podcasts and uh, other shows, excuse me, and going on to Carlson and then the whole thing with... Uh, uh, anti-Semitism, and now, of course, of course, you can talk bad about all the other groups. You can talk bad about white people. You can talk about talk bad about, uh, you know, black people, what have you. But the moment, the moment you you decide, oh, we'll bring the Jews up immediately you got canceled and that lets you know who really runs things that will let you that lets you know right there and then this uh anti-semitism is just to me it falls in the same vein of people calling everything racist everything homophobic transphobic uh misogynist just like, mind you, women can talk about uh, men, how trash men are, and objectify men. Not saying that both are right, but you know, both are wrong. Uh, misandry and misogyny are bad. They're both bad. But the difference is that to protect women nowadays, they would just stand behind the shield of you're a misogynist. Your men are pigs. Men are misogynist pigs. Men are evil. Men are bad. If you don't like women in charge of something or women in 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 a seat of power or women leading a TV show, if you have constructive criticism about something, automatically you are a misogynist or you are a racist or you are a homophobe, a transphobe. And you could like and and that they can go off. But immediately you speak about the Jews, you get axed. And to me it is all is wrong. I think that free speech is really important because we need to have diversity of thought and to try to censor someone's speech or try to overcorrect speech is dangerous on itself because then you'll go into brook burning and it's going to be like 1984 and you're going to have uh hitler and you know book burnings or nazi germany you know gonna have just memory hauling and they're already memory hauling a lot of stuff but now it's it's so blatant because of the fact that there's so much censorship like i mentioned kanye he's and listen there are a lot of black people who there are a lot of black people who talk about Kanye being Uncle Ruckus, Uncle Tom, things like that. 
But a lot of y'all, when worse come to shove, you're not going to have the balls that Connie has to, to speak truly about what's going on. Not the the MPC downloads that have been given to y'all because y'all feel like y'all part of the system. Like, we're not part of the system. If we truly know our worth, we wouldn't be being a slave to, to a brand or being a slave to celebrities and worshiping celebrities. We wouldn't be a slave to to most negative aspect of culture. We wouldn't let a a social just this social conditioning to where a man a man and I don't condone his death in any way the fact that you have a man and George Floyd and you know what happened the way you know the way the media painted the picture and then you go out and riot and cause chaos and yeah I think that that's sticking it to the man you realize that a lot of these groups, they're being ran by someone. They're being funded by someone. And y'all are once again being led. You're not in charge of anything. You're not uh, revolutionaries of anything. You're being led by the George Soros of the world. All these people. Because once they're done... After the midterms over and after the general elections over, they're gonna throw you out. They're not gonna give a fuck about black people. They're just gonna wait until midterms again, and they're gonna be like, "Okay, we we need the black vote again." And then after that, rinse and repeat every time. That's why I call it the the. And other people are call it. This is not my term. Not stealing. You know, I don't I don't like stealing, but I will give credit. A lot of other people have brought this up and it's the democratic plantations a reason why because they will use you when they need you and then when they discard you they'll throw you to the side like a fucking whore that's no way to live that's why i don't subscribe to the, the left uh the left right paradigm then i have people calling me and it's, you know a few Calling me, well, oh, you, based on what you post, you're, you know, you're a conservative. I'm like, no, I just don't subscribe to a lot of things that the left is doing, and I don't condone the right either because the right has been, for the most part, working with the left. They've been complicit with working with the left, a lot of rhinos in the Republican Party, and and. You know, and the right, they're just cowards. There's cowards, and there's a reason why the left has control of many things, because what the right way back when, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, the right was like, no, all this, you know, entertainment and culture, this is all fucking it's bad. Oh, uh, rock and roll is bad. Video games are bad. All this. And... Trust me, I'm I have Christian roots. So I know the the I know the drill. Oh, all this stuff is the devil, all this stuff is bad. Da da da. Like real strict family, uh Christian family values. Think that that was you know, Republicans before. And then you see now with the with the left, they took they went in, they infiltrated all these all these areas, and now look. And still to this day, there's some people in, in the left and the right that are just tired with the BS. They want free speech. They just want some sense of, of normalcy in this country. And, you know, we don't, I still don't want to go to war. It just seems like the left now, the same things that the left was ragging on the right doing. When Bush uh, went to war, went you know sent troops out to Afghanistan, 
then Iraq, and then they just stood there. You know, we was over there for so long. And the left, they were protesting, they were anti-war protests. And I was like, good, I'm against war. I don't think that we should send young men and women to die. We shouldn't be occupying other, other countries to get resources and to establish military bases for, to chase invisible boogeyman. Because Bin Laden, he was on dialysis. They kept him under ice. And then Saddam, he he went off off Kilter. He basically they were trying to find Saddam because he didn't want to play ball. Because we sold him weapons. And Biladin, he was a, a CIA, he was a CIA asset. Bushes knew the Bin Ladens. And this is all stuff that I this stuff that I've forgotten. <laughs> When it comes to comes to this, because there are people who still believe that that believe, and they're trying to get others to believe that January six was worse than nine eleven and everything that resulted from nine eleven. Uh, that's why I'm bringing this up. I'm over here like, wow, you're really reaching, you're really trying to to just use this because this is the only thing you got because they don't have anything on trump and i'm iffy on trump but one thing i will say is that the fact that they're trying to paint him as a racist they're trying to paint him as an evil man when you have people such as biden and a lot of people on the left doing the same things that they've accused trump of doing Oh, abuse of power, always going to send us to war, always going to start World War III, everything that the bad administration is doing. Oh, he's doing insider trading. Oh, he's lying about his taxes. Lancey Pelosi has done insider trading. And to me, there's people that still believe that. They believe the mainstream media. I'm like, wow, if the mainstream media told y'all, to all of y'all to go jump off the Manhattan Bridge and don't worry because you'll be able to fly. They'll probably believe that too. Is like, oh, don't worry, just just fly, just just jump off. You you'll be able to you'll be able to fly. No worries, just just you got you got to just at at the right angle. You just gotta you know lift your body up and your wings will come out. Just all this nonsense. The, the mainstream media more so proof that the mainstream media is illegitimate. When you have constantly, constantly, constantly just lying and spreading misinformation and then banning and then social, the social media dictators ban people for sharing and talk about the same thing that the mainstream media put out. It's wild. It is insane. And again, I'm for freedom of speech. And these, you know, technocrats take over has taken over social media, taken over everything. And the best thing we can do is just put out the truth. No matter how much your voice shakes, you gotta tell the truth. You know, and that that's just real. And, you know, speaking of, speaking of truth, I've been a fan of, I've been a fan of G4 um, since its uh, inception in 2002, 2003, and tech TV as well before the merger. And just one day at work, uh, excuse me, not at work, at school, I came back from school and I was like, hey, let me see, just flipped to the channels. You know how when we used to have TVs, you know, with, with you know, digital cable, 2002, good times, no, 2003, it was 
I did this in 2003. So in 2003, just flipping through the channels, I was like, oh, what's this? And it was this, this network called Tech TV. And I found so many shows. And I, I found, uh, you know, X-Play, Screensavers, before, you know, that was what the attack of the show. Uh, that's what the, that show will eventually turn into attack of the show. And I was pissed when they did the merger because I knew that there's going to be a lot of changes, but I didn't grasp fully, you know, the, the just what was going to happen. And then now looking back, it's just, wow, everything was good. And then suddenly a corporation needed the other network's uh, television slot to get into more homes. And instead of taking the best of both worlds, they just decided to gut everything over time. Nothing was working. Let's keep on taking away. Kind of like what I'm dealing with at my current uh, current uh, place of employment. Just there was a, a golden age. There was a golden era, and then suddenly, oops, we got to cut back a lot of things. Oops, still not working. Got to cut back on some more things, and leadership changes, so on and so forth. But the the point is, G four came back. And I was excited about I had cautious optimism because I knew that, especially with everything going on now, with all these properties coming back, all these television shows, movies, what have you, all these IPs coming back, and it's a whole bait and switch. I had a feeling in the back of my mind, but I was like, you know what, let me not just jump conclusion let me let me just let me give it a chance because i was happy it was something from my past i know it wasn't the same but i wanted to give it a chance right that's all i wanted i wanted to give it a chance give it a, a shot and of course lo and behold ruben that's why you always go with your gut because uh, january of last year Lo and behold, you had the rant that was heard around the world and where a one of the hosts for X-Play went on a rant. And the main reason why she went into the rant was because she had a bad take. She had a bad take on the console wars and no one corrected her. And instead of saying, hey guys, listen, I miss. I was misinformed. I misspoke. I apologize. You know, my bad. You know, thanks for you know, thanks for supporting. Thanks for you know, thanks for being of opinion, vocal, what have you, blah blah blah. Instead, she went on a rant, the infamous sexism and gaming rant, which was the the main thing because there was a lot of other things. But this is one of the main things that caused the demise, the slow demise of the channel back in January. Now, as of October 19th, 2022, uh, G4 is dead again. G4 is dead again. And the whole rant, and I, I watched it, and it's like, it's me, it's just just straight meme material because you know all these companies when there's criticism and you have someone representing the company they're going to say oh if you don't like it don't watch or if you don't like it that means you're a misogynist you don't like this then you know you're you're just uh uh you know just uh a troll or whatever, or you're so homophobe, you're transphobe, you're racist, all these things. Like, hey, maybe there's actual criticism here. It's not that we're racist, we're not 
homophobic or misogynist. We just think that this isn't good. We we want to rock with you, but this isn't good. We want we want you to do better because we know you can do better. But nope, throw it, throw it all out of the window because, like I was saying in the beginning, there's a lack of accountability and responsibility. There's no accountability with these people. They will just go and blame everything and everyone else. And still to this day, uh, this this person, um, Frost is her name. She is still blaming others for her part in the channel and, and the network's demise. And there's other people as well. There's other people as well to blame the vice president who who went and supported her, backed her, and said, well, if you don't like what she had to say, then we're not for you. Like, you know, we back her 100%. And then everyone there clapping when she was, you know, during the rant. People were clapping. Oh, talk talk to him, Frost. Oh, oh man, you know, she she's cooking y'all. And yeah, Adam Sessler clapping like a fucking warrus. And he's another reason why. That man is so deranged. I remember Adam Sussler back when he was, you know, on, on tech TV and even before that, GameSpot TV. And when, he, you know, he was on X-Play during the tech TV days and the G4 days. And I was like, man, this guy is funny. It's just something about him is funny. He's like an everyday man. But he knew his stuff. And yeah, there's things that you didn't like. The Dragon Ball Z games. I mean, a lot of them were bad. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! And a lot of like anime games. I mean, some I don't like either. But that's not a hit there. And I was like, okay, th- this guy knows his stuff. Morgan Webb knows her stuff. It's pretty as hell. But in a day and age, all this... All this with G4's demise, it's a lesson to be taught here. There's a, a, a big lesson here. Don't hire these weirdo SJWs in your company. Because no matter what, you can give them all the inclusion and diversity, but it's not going to matter. Because all these people are, are cosplayers cosplaying being a, a, a fan of, of gaming and, and culture and is hijacking it and using it to get that message across even at the expense of of people's jobs and and and, and corporation at the end of the day corporations they need to make money they need to see an investment on their return and with the amount of money that they was shelling out for these studios the money that they was showing out for these, you know, big contracts, these salaries. It's no wonder why the company fell. Because I'm not going to blame Frost 100%, but she is the contributing factor. Yeah, leadership above, uh, the management, and the fact that, hey, if you don't like it, don't watch. And the fact is that they were trying to use this old archaic model from, you know, the 2010s and it doesn't work you have people in their rooms and their spare bedrooms and and, in their apartments putting out better content for the fraction of the price that have personality that have uh that have the the know-how and the time and to me that was another contributing factor. But again, this goes to show you, don't hire these cat food eating, multicolored hair weirdos. Do not hire these people in your company because they're not for the betterment of the company. All they're here for, all they're here for is just to, you know, infiltrate and destroy these people do not know how to create. That's why they go and just latch onto well-known IPs, established IPs, 
That's why you have these people with all, you have all these well-established characters who happen to be white. And they try to latch onto them, uh, change them, just twist and destroy. They know not about creativity. All they know is just to destroy. Just suck the life out of everything. And they preach about diversity. Oh, we what they really want is diversity of outcome. They don't want to have diversity of thought. They don't they don't want that because it's for them to work hard to get a bit of success is too much. They want everything handed to them, hand over fist. And G Force is another example of why just it should stay dead. G four should stay dead. I still have memories of of you know Tech TV and G four and it's and it's uh, prime. No pun intended. Just leave it dead. And like I was mentioning earlier, I'm for you know traditional values. I'm I'm uh, morals, family values, uh, freedom of speech. I'm also for shaming. I'm also for uh, gatekeeping. I'm for that. Cold Harley. I am for shaming. I am for gatekeeping because you're gonna have wheels like this try to get into other other things. And if she wants to do her own network, cool. I wish her nothing but for. I, I wish nothing but success for her. But the problem is, you have so many people that is going around just destroying intellectual properties, well-known, established IPs, and then they go on rants, oh, why do you care? I mean, I can throw that question right back at you. Why do you care so much? If it's not a problem, you can definitely create your own. But you can't because creativity is something that's too hard for people. Not everyone can be creative. And sometimes it's not meant to be for everyone to be creative. It's okay to try and fail. But when you're not getting the results that you want, that's when you want to complain. These people didn't want to go about complaining because they didn't get their way. It goes back to you got to have diversity of thought, not diversity of outcome. Because not everyone's going to get the same outcomes and rewards. That's just not how life works. And again, it's sad. Lastly, it's sad that people that had nothing to do with, you know, with the downfall of the company, again, a lot of factors, Frost being one of them, leadership being one of them, the amount of money that they were spending was ridiculous. And I'm sure that these people will, will find jobs uh, sooner than later. But there's a lot of cucks in, the, in that company, a lot of just SJW weirdos, thin-skinned morons, that I bet they've never been in a fight in their lives. I bet that they never faced actual, you know, adversity. And they have such good lives that they just try to create uh, adversity because their lives are so just avoid of anything interesting. And I'm seeing that with uh, She-Hulk. The, the writers of She-Hulk, by the way, and this is the last topic, with the last 10 minutes I have with, with She-Hulk, the show was about nothing. The show was garbage. And there's people who like it, cool. There's something that you got out of it, cool. But the show overall is garbage. A show about nothing. They took a well-known property, a well-known character that everyone loved and turned her from a strong female hero with 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 backstory with layers. Nope, we're just gonna turn her into a into a whore. We're gonna turn her into a promiscuous whore. We're gonna turn her into someone that that's not good at her job. Even though in the first episode when she was telling how Bruce doesn't know how to control his anger because she does it better, infinitely better than he does, she proceeds to not do a good job being a lawyer. And 
again, it's the writer's fault because they don't know how to write a show about lawyers or about superheroes. And what they've done to uh, to Daredevil is insane. And listen, I did not watch a single episode, but what I did was seen clips. I seen reviews of people who had to bear the pain and grit their teeth to watch this abomination of a show. No pun intended. I was like, wow. And I didn't need to watch the show. I'm glad the people that, that did are getting money. They're getting ad revenue. I'm like, good job. Because of people, you know, these companies going to try to milk us for money. Oh, you're just a fucking consumer. Like, consume, bigot. Consume. You're going to watch anyway, right? So, least they can do is, is get a little profit off and shouts to them. But the writing's atrocious. And you can tell, based on the villain of the show, which is the intelligentsia, it basically 4chan, uh, Reddit, that that's what the intelligentsia is. This is intelligence in Spanish. The intelligentsia, basically. And they basically got someone to go on a date with her uh, on three dates. And then because She-Hulk, the way that she's written, uh, you know, Tatiana Maslany uh, played... Um, uh, Jennifer Walters, because they wrote her, they wrote the character to just open up her legs to anyone that, that just gives her a little bit of attention. And that's just, it just goes into the fact that a lot of these, the way that the show's written, it reflects on these writers and showrunners' uh, lives. They get no no play, no attention. So the little little attention that they do get, they just they they go overboard with like, oh, you 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 uh, compliment me, you gave me a compliment on how I look. Oh, you know, just I open my legs, and that's bad. Believe it or not, men are not turned on about. They're not turned on by that. You know, this is just the truth. Women who just willingly open up, open their legs. It's like, no, that's not attractive. That is not attractive at all. That's not a good trait to have. And it shows a lot of these people are, like, the reason why they're so caught up on, on, on trolls online is because they have so much time on their hands. Going back to what I was saying in the beginning, these people have so much time on their hands that they will go and argue with randoms on on, on social media. And then you have people who are in, in have jobs in Disney and Marvel, and all they could worry about is trolls. If I was in her position, I'll make a good ass show that will shut people up. But that's not a thing now because we're all, it's all about the trolls. Oh, these trolls, they, they know nothing. We're going to, we're going to like try to do something to, to school them. And no, absolutely. They, all that backfire, the whole villain being, you know, 4chan or Reddit and people on Twitter giving criticism, uh, it's just backfired, royally backfired. And it just goes to show you that entertainment is a reflection of of life because a lot of people have so much time on their hands and they want to create dragons to slay and want to argue with any person that, that has constructive criticism about a show or a movie, about a thing. And instead of having thicker skin, they proceed to have really thin skin, and every little thing bothers these people. And to me, that's no way to live. It's, it's just very toxic, and it's just a reflection of the world that we're in. Every Everyone is so thin-skinned. Everyone 
exhibits toxic behavior. They exhibit no whatsoever, no accountability, no responsibility whatsoever. And that that's fucking scary. We can do whatever we want, no consequences, and if people have something to say, then all your misogynists, your sexist, your homophobia, your racist, your whatever phobe you can think of, because it's just hard to actually look at yourself and say, hey, I did something wrong. I need to change. It's really hard to look at yourself and admit that what you what you've done is wrong. Because that means you got to admit that you're wrong and people don't want to be wrong. It's pride that gets in the way of things. Pride and ego get in the way of growth. So with that being said, I think I'm going to get out of here, guys. 56 minutes, not not bad, under an hour. Um... I said I was going to do longer form, but I think going forward with the amount of time. And this is all freestyle, by the way. This is all just freestyle. And I'm liking how it turned out. And I think going forward, I'm going to try to do under an hour podcast. Just because, depending on the topic, I may have to do more research. But just talking about certain things I've been that's been on my mind lately and uh these past few days I've been so busy you know real life is just all over the place but you know what can you do and I trying to deal with my scatterbrainism but that's just because I have so much thoughts running you know at 50 miles a minute you know and I think the most important thing is just to Get out how you feel and just correlate it to what's going on in the world. I think I did a good job. I think I think I did a good job. I hope, and if if not, well, I tried, <laughs> and that's okay. If I if I fell, if I missed anything, you know, definitely let me know. I'm no stranger to criticism. No weirdos though, but definitely any constructive criticism. I greatly appreciate it. And I give a shout out. It's got to give a shout out to uh, Drew Yari of the Drew Yari show. We, we're trying to schedule to do a Patreon show. Um, it's just been chaotic on both both ends. But we're going to get one done soon. Uh, Lord willing. Shouts to you, Drew. And uh, the Wrestling Soup Network. Shouts to you guys. Um, the Four Kings, uh, Rome himself, Cosmic Kaiser, Super Freak One Eight Seven, and Follow Your Dreams, and the Fillmore Boys podcast. Gotta give a shout out to them boys on Fillmore, Brooklyn. Shouts to you, and shouts to all my listeners, and shouts to anyone that has a podcast or a YouTube channel, anything, any sort of content, anything you're creating. Shout outs to you. So that being said, guys, we're going to get out of here. I remember, follow me on Twitter, Mr. Room Prime, and on Instagram, Mr. Room Prime. That being said, if you enjoyed this episode, please go back and listen to some of the other episodes I have. All right. So peace and love. Make sure that you enjoy the rest of your day. And if you listen to this on the weekend, enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there. And peace. Peace. I am here, Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose